Hi and welcome to another episode of our podcast where today we'll be talking about creating an impressive resume. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi and welcome to this week's lesson. Today we'll be talking about the creating an impressive resume. Now the goals of this lesson is that by the end of this chapter, you should be able to visualize yourselves in a career in the next five years, identify your goals, achievements, abilities, and traits, and create and format your resume that accurately represents your abilities, skills, and knowledge. Now, the very first thing that a recruitment manager, anyone in recruitment will look for when you apply for their job is your resume. This will be your quote-unquote first impression for them. And some would consider this as the most critical part of the modern job application process. Save for um, there are some industries wherein they will be basing it on portfolios like in creatives. However, more often than not, a resume will serve as like a peek into the capabilities and everything that it, there is or there should be to know uh, regarding a certain candidate. Now, it's very important that we put your time and effort in developing and maintaining your updated and accurate resume. And something people uh, or what some people would fail to do is that the moment that they get a job, um, they fail to update it accordingly. And even if you've gotten into a job that you would like or love, it's very important that you keep it updated just to ensure uh, for backup or record keeping purposes. A well-organized tailored resume increases your chances to put you in the shortlisted candidates and increase your chances of getting into an interview because even if you know you are able to showcase your skills you know for a fact that you are the best candidate out there if you don't have access to the door um, think of it like in-house even if you're able to clean the entire house or be the best cook out there if you're not able to be let in then there's really no way or opportunity for you to showcase those skills. Now, first and foremost, what is a resume? Now, a resume, it's a written document that summarizes your education, your qualifications, your work experiences, and credentials for a prospective employer. Now, this would contain um, details that the recruitment team or the hiring manager will utilize in order to gauge whether or not they or you are the most capable candidate out of the pool because a lot of people would be applying for jobs especially for jobs that are in high demand whether it be in here or local or overseas they will use that for their um, evaluations now off, more often than not you will hear something like um, you will need to submit a resume or something about a CV or a cover letter. So you may be wondering, what is the difference between these three? So what's a resume? What's a CV? And what is a cover letter? First and foremost, um, a resume 
Um, the difference between a resume or a CV or a curriculum vitae would be the length. A resume is usually short, would contain around um, one to two pages at most, um, while a curriculum vitae or a CV can extend beyond three pages. Whereas a resume for the content, it would contain educational history, applicable skills, summary of qualifications, or any professional membership or affiliations. A CV would indicate your academic history, your professional experiences, any qualifications or skills, as well as awards and honors. If you have any publications or presentations, especially if you're in the academe, um, any grants or scholarship that you have acquired, any professional associations or affiliations that or members of groups that you are um, connected with, as well as licenses and certifications. So as you can tell, it's much more intensive and much more detailed. All right. Next, the purpose of these two for the resume, the first is to gain employment interview. Well, both of them would actually be used to gain employment interview. However, the CV would actually be containing the detailed background and qualifications of you as an applicant. All right. Um, whereas for the format, the format of the resume would have bullet points that convey specific details and like dates of employment and job duties. Whereas the uh, curriculum vitae or the CV would be arranged by sections and your CV should vary in style and content based on the position and the organization that you are applying for. So it's arranged by section. So an example would be, it would indicate um, levels that would have for working experience, then for educational background, among or to mention a few. Now for the cover letter, while it is, um, it is mostly used as um, paired with the resume or CV, and the length for that it is really short. It really is just a letter that is usually just one page only. And for the content, it contains a heading, a greeting, and how you found a job, how will you contribute to the organization, and your goals for future contact. And as for the purpose, it would create a comprehensive view of yourself as an applicant and the format would be a full paragraph. So if you would notice in CVs or resumes that you would um, view, you would find that they are in sectional form. Uh, whereas for some, let's say in the CV, you would have working experience and for every position, you would contain, it would contain the responsibilities and duties when you were working there. The cover letter would somehow would like greet the employer that is uh, being um, the one who will be applying for the job or you will apply the job for rather, right? Now, for the next topic is there are several resume types or formats that one can utilize depending on the need and depending on um, the organization or also the industry that you are applying for. So the first type that we have is a chronological resume. Now your chronological resume prioritizes your relevant professional experiences and achievements and this fits for candidates with rich and consistent professional experiences. So from the world itself, it's chronological, meaning there is an order, there is a timeline um, that is being utilized. And this is perfect for those who have very consistent professional uh, experiences. 
Now, you utilize this format for um, usually for three reasons. One, you have several years of experience in the same career path. Second is you do not have gaps in between jobs. And third is you have worked for several employees or clients of the same industry. Now, things that you have to remember when you are doing a chronological resume is that you have to con it has to contain at least the following six variables or the details. First is that your name and contact information so that they'll be able to know who you are and how they'll be reaching out to you. Second is your summary or objective. Your summary or objective would detail how or why are you applying for the job or the position for the company? Are you there to um, because you want to grow your skills? Among other things, you decide depending on what is it that you are trying to do. Next are your core qualifications. What makes you qualified for the job or what makes you the right fit for the job itself? Third or fourth rather, professional history. This would be a list of all the work or the employment that you have uh, worked under, it's preferably for the same industry that you have um, worked in before. Then your educational history, what is or uh, what uh, if what is your degree that you finished if you have um, taken um, postgraduate degrees or rather postgraduate um, studies you can also include that as well as skills and abilities that would make you the better fit for the position that you are applying for now the second type of resume is what we call your functional resume now for the functional resume this actually highlights your skills and experiences rather than your work history and this is perfect for candidates who are changing careers and have employment gaps and whose work history is not directly related to the job so if you let's say want to branch out into a different industry altogether or you have what we call your employment gaps employment gaps are those periods wherein you are not working or you are not employed okay and it's very difficult for um, some to explain and it's very is it, it is crucial that you be able to have an explanation on why you have employment gaps is because that would set the tone on how how the hiring manager will see you for someone who has um, a continuous uh, employment history with no gaps or whatsoever that would be a measurement of character for the applicant itself because it means that this applicant has capabilities to be consistent they show up um, they are not prone to any absences and they are overall very reliable now that does not uh, mean that those who have employment gaps are worse or those who have um, no employment gaps are better it's just that there are some instances, you know, um, there are some things that are not in our control. Let's say, for example, you were involved in an accident and that you had to um, leave uh, work in order to recuperate or heal yourself or recover. Um, maybe you wanted to be uh, or you have employment gaps because you are switching to a different industry and of course you know while you're looking for your job you may be um you're, you're gonna wait okay or another thing would be you were um let go 
from your job maybe the company closed and those are things that we can't really control even if you wanted to still work and even if we were doing well if the company goes under then we really have no choice but to cease employment and look for another job now things to consider in functional resumes are as follows first is your name and contact information same with the chronological resume then you have your summary or objectives why you wanted to work there then organize the work experience by a theme or your grouping your skills together so what this means is that you will be segregating the work or responsibilities that or the jobs that you've had according to the skills that you have provided right and when also when you are going to be doing a functional resume more often than not you will indicate as well what were your um responsibilities and duties while you were working let's say for example when i worked for a certain utility company in the united kingdom um, I initially started out as an advisor and then I worked my way to becoming like sort of like a supervisor. So what I did then was I was handling escalated concerns or complaints. I was also taking um, coaching lessons or coaching my team members on what they should do, what are their areas of opportunities. Um, maybe there would be increases in performance of different of the team itself. I could include that and any other relevant information that would be sufficient for your job that you're applying for another example that i would be able to provide is when i started working for a certain um, fast food uh, chain an international one um, i was hired as an assistant general manager for a certain store um, for lack of a better term and or a branch Okay. And some of the responsibilities that I had as an assistant general manager were uh, the usual uh, supervisorial or shift supervisor duties that would include monitoring um, product quality, um, overall service quality also would be included. Then um, I would also be handling any admin tasks such as stock taking, um, cash handling, any concerns or queries as well as um, any other duties that are involved in a, man a managerial positions okay so those are what are included when it comes to functional um, resumes the third and final example that we would have is what we call a combination resume now a combination re resume from the world itself is combination meaning it's a sum of the two previous um, formats of resumes that we utilized before and this can be used if you have several years of experience after college and using this format will highlight the knowledge and skills that you have acquired as an early career professional so especially if you are just fresh out of college when you will be graduating soon and you can utilize a combination res resume in order to uh, showcase your qualifications skills capabilities and other things to potential employers now you will be able to utilize you can use this format if your work experience is continuous and no gaps um, you are a recent college graduate with no experience or may have very minimal work experience uh, plan to change a career or an industry 
and you have worked with only a few employers. Now, things to remember when it comes to combination resumes is, are, are the following. First is your name, then your contact information, then your summary, skills and abilities, professional experience, as well as education. In the example that I have provided, you have the combination resume of a Mr. Alexander Lim, who is from Pasig Metro Manila, which includes also his contact details, then a summary of his or objective, which is um, effectively communicates with potential and current customers with two years of experience in sales and marketing. Next, he lists down his skills, which includes uh, has a strong negotiating skills. He is highly driven and result oriented. For his work history, his first work was in QR as sales and marketing from August 2018 up until present. And he managed um, managed sales accounts, uh, worked collaboratively with sales supervisors and customers. He also worked for BPC Incorporated as a marketing intern from September 2017 to January 2018. And he assisted sales teams with day-to-day -day operations and learned skills in sales and developed client relationships. For his education, he studied in Bachelor of Science or a degree of Bachelor of Science in Business Administration major in Marketing from Luzon State University from June 2012 to April 2018. He also included his awards where he attained cum laude status or cum laude status. He was also a President Scholarship Award from 2013 to 2015 and for extracurricular activities. He was college organization president in 2016 and debate team captain in 2015. And this was taken from Indie.com. Now, um, things that you have to remember, though, um, you know, it's very easy to get lost and very confused, especially if when you have not um, written resumes before. Uh, what steps should I take? Um, what is or how do I begin? Or how do I write a resume? First, are there actually seven steps that we recommend when it comes to writing resumes? First is decide what format is needed for your job application. Now, this is very important because deciding whether to use a chronological, um, a functional, or a combination resume would get you started as to what format you will follow, okay? Which will lay out what are the information that you need to um, remember, all right? Um, my suggestion would be that to stick with a combination resume. Do not be, um, do not be discouraged if you have uh, gaps in your employment, um, like what I've mentioned in, uh, in passing earlier. Um, there are some instances wherein employment gaps are really unavoidable by way of personal concerns or maybe something really inevitable. So just make sure that um, for whatever reason that you have the employment gap, that you have to be honest. Um, and also uh, because that is a big red flag, especially for um, recruiters or in the recruitment team because if you are or they are able to identify and even if in general as a person um, if someone withheld or lied blatantly about a very important matter um, that would be or that would 
um, be affecting the trust or um, the opportunity of success for um, that person. Okay. Next, always include your contact information, educational background, and work experiences. So, especially for those, um, even if you've not had work experience, especially for those who will be just having their first jobs straight out of college, that do not be discouraged if you don't have experiences yet. Because um, when I started, I didn't have a single work experience applicable. So when I started looking for jobs, um, there it was really difficult. Okay, but eventually. Once I started one, I um, was able to get jobs and eventually build my work experience and my portfolio. And then I was able to add more and more. Right? Um, do not forget to include your contact information. Okay? Because that's how they will, well, contact you. Next, including applicable skills based on the job description of the position that you are applying for. Then include your relevant accomplishments. Also, proofread and double-check missing words and misspelled words. So, as early as now, even if uh, at whatever level of um, college or, or education that you're currently listening, uh, while you're listening, listening to this um, lesson, you have to understand that um, it's not just for the sake of, well, it is for, for a sake of formality that you have to double check and triple check in, to ensure that you do not make any mistakes. But that would actually also give the impression to the hiring manager or the recruitment team that you have a high attention to detail. That would mean that when given tasks you are, that would be a significant or that would signify that you are able to perform tasks with a high uh, level of specification and that you will be an asset. Okay. All right. Now, also save your file as a doc file and have a PDF copy, copy too. Your doc file, especially if you're going to be using uh, Microsoft Word, would allow you to edit or make changes to your resume. But uh, it is highly suggested, I would personally suggest that um, you include or whenever you're going to be sending out resumes, because this is something that I wasn't aware when I started uh, working or when I started applying for jobs. I would send resumes um, online uh, because before when, well, in a few instances that I had, I printed out resumes and handed it out manually. But there were instances before that I had to submit resumes um, virtually or digitally, and I was able, or I was sending them under a doc file. Later on, as I started working and I become much more experienced, I realized that sending a PDF copy is much more preferable because number one, you are. Um, they are uh, anyone who has access to the file may not be able to change or there will not be any alterations because for PDF copies, um, basically it's just read only. And also, um, if referable, ensure that or something that I would prefer to do is at the bottom of part of the resume, I would include a hereby certify that the above information is true and correct, followed by a signature. So if a, your signature is uh, or if the file is saved as a doc file and your signature is there, your signature might potentially be used for something uh, bad.
okay but whereas for a pdf copy at least they will not be able to grab your signature easily okay now we've talked about the different aspects and the components of the um, resume let's talk about the um in passing earlier let's talk about them in specifics okay first component of the resume is your contact information which includes your name your address your contact number and your email address tips to remember is that the name should be written written in a large bold font not approximately 24 for the font size you also have to use your permanent and reliable address and use an appropriate personal email address your person permanent and reliable address would be let's say for if they are going to be sending correspondence in the form of letters and this will be a reference to where you are located then use an appropriate email address an appropriate email address for example would uh, the suggestion would be a full name then at the website that you'll be using for example mine um, uh, you could use let's say if your name is um, Christopher Cruz at yahoo.com right you could use that or maybe you could include let's say Christopher Cruz and then let's say a number six or let's say number 17 which corresponds to my birthday or anything significant because there are some instances where um, some names or some usernames may be taken so you could add a significant number just to ensure that it's possible however one no-no that you have to remember is do not use inappropriate emails um an example that i have or do not use is i hate work at gmail.com or um another example that i saw was you are a monkey at yahoo.com i remember um when i started working and actually this is an instance wherein my sister the first email address that i ever had was actually created by my older sister and she um, because I ha really had no idea on how to do work the internet back then so um, she put it at um, Lance underscore bookworm at um, yahoo.com so, so it, it it's, 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 it's safe yes but it doesn't sound professional uh, and so uh, that is actually looking back now that was the email address that i was providing to my resume um since then i have created um a separate email address that's person that's for um professional uh, matters and inquiries i actually have two that i utilize one for um i would say more personal and then the other one would be for more professional ones just to be safe um just put in your name um, your full name or if their your name is taken um, maybe your first or you can do a combination of your first and last name or your um, if you have a second name a second name or your last name or maybe your initials and then your last name just to name a few examples next is summary of qualification and this is a list of measurable accomplishments to prove that you qualify qualify for the job and this draws attention to relevant skills your valuable achievements and your capabilities now in order to write an impressive summary of qualifications you have to remember these five things first is select the four strongest parts of your resume and reword them okay second is write in a bullet form and stress out the job offers 
Third is make it concise and interesting and interesting as possible. Fourth is include the number of years of work experience. And fifth is make it realistic and achievable. A sample that we have here for a summary of qualifications for customer service is awarded as employee of the year for uh, three consecutive years, received a 96% positive customer rating in 2019, um, possesses high technical skills in customer support software such as live chat and Blazedesk, or able to meet all customer service requirements with Spanish speakers. Now, um, from the research that I've done, um, a lot of employers um, they are on the lookout uh, for if you are able to uh, a lot of um, employers are in recruitment or training are saying that if you can if if possible it would be a plus or a bonus if you can include uh, like a percentage a measurable metric uh, if you're not familiar um, you can at least try to estimate them um, one example is let's say um, if when I was working in, as an assistant general manager, um, under when I was working for a particular branch, I would look back and remember how much was the increase in revenue or sales that I gen that was generated by the store. Um, if there were improvements in certain metrics, let's say for quality, for customer satisfaction. Um, and all that that could also be a plus to be added in your summary of qualifications then um, also ensure that like what I've said always be honest if um, and I would suggest also that whenever you're gonna be pointing out just just really be going straight to the uh, point of what you really did um, and not make it um, more fancy than it actually is Okay. Next, career objective. This is a heading statement that's found in your resume which describes your professional goals in the job that you're applying for. And it usually is um, made up of two to three sentences and it is at the top of the resume itself. Now for the career objective, um, an example or a sample of this would be, um, let's say, possesses excellent problem-solving skills and demonstrates empathy to ease frustrations and ma maintain the brand's reputation, seeking to leverage in digital communication to increase customer support and build loyalty for the company. Um, this would highlight, like what I've mentioned before, why are you applying for the job itself? or why are you um or what do you wish to grow or what are your goals okay so what i would suggest is try to have a self-evaluation wherein what is the career path that you wanted to do and let's say if you wanted to be a chef you wanted to be a hotelier you wanted to be a front office agent you have to first identify that and then once you have our strike to apply for a job, you can just edit it out as you would. Let's say if you're going to be applying for a certain hotel, how would that hotel help you in achieving those goals that you have done based on your self-evaluation? Okay, next is relevant work experiences. Now, the work experience section is one of the highlights of your resume and it will help your employers review your professional experiences on what kind of work you're doing and how well you handle them. Now, when writing your work experiences, you may include the following. 
the name of the previous companies to have that you have worked with um, and it should be written in reverse chronological order and should uh, what is relevant to the job that you're applying for reverse chronological order meaning that you start with the most recent one the most uh, recent or uh, the most closest to the present then your job title that your recruiters will look on this and this indicates the caliber that you possess in the company are you a partner are you a customer service representative are you a housekeeping attendant uh, are you a general manager you can include that you also have to include your start and end dates what i did before was i actually included um if you are able to include your dates of the actual hiring process or actual hiring date that could work but i personally prefer to just use the month and the year then your relevant job descriptions for the position you have to at least as a general rule put five bullet points of your main duties and achievements if you were working as a partner for a coffee shop what did you do um, you were providing um relevant um let's say you were uh making beverages for different customers you're assisting in cashing duties to name a few that's why um if you can um you can actually take a look at or search for um if you have uh, if you're hired in a certain company you can actually ask for their job description um, for the title that you're possessing so that you'll be able to update them this is why having an update resume is very important now something that um, is very also very important would be your hard versus soft skills or your hard skills and your soft skills now definitely recruiters are looking for skilled individuals and those who fit the job uh, and they think that they would be able to help reach certain business or success or business goals now indicating your range of capabilities will catch the eye of the recruiter especially if you know you're able to provide skills that they believe are assets to the company's success now first are your hard skills now these are hard skills are technical knowledge and competencies you gain through either training your education your career or your life experiences things to name a few would be let's say you have um the most common one would be certifications certifications let's say if you have a national certificate under tesda um you have let's say uh you attended a seminar you had the trainings uh, if you are able to have let's say kitchen skills knife baking techniques or food pricing that you learn in school and you're able to develop um, you can uh, put that basically anything that can be trained or very technical knowledges on the other hand you have your soft skills which are just as important these are your traits and personal habits that shape how you work and ability to work with other people in various situations examples of soft skills would include your integrity your creativity your um, critical thinking you can also have your being um, a team player and leadership so these would signify how you perform because um, you know hard skills definitely are these are technical that you can acquire let's say if you undergo certain training or certifications like what i mentioned before however for soft skills these are not as easily developed and acquired you can't uh, 
well sometimes there are trainings for it but definitely these are a result of uh, a culture experiences accumulated over years of interaction okay so these are things that you need to remember certifications and licenses that this area would help augment your qualification for the job and some sectors in the employment industry require certification and licenses so augment meaning it helps support your job experiences let's say um, if you were applying for um, a culinary position having a national certificate for uh, cookery would be very helpful uh, let's say you also are in academe if you're in the academe um, or a teaching if you have uh, uh, let's say you have a master's degree or a um, doctorate degree uh, especially for let's say if you're teaching or gonna be teaching uh, you would really uh, require um, it would be best that you have a license uh, a license uh, to teach next is educational att attainment now this is some basic information hiring managers are looking for in the education section um, included in here is the name of the school that you graduated from where is the address or the location what degree did you obtain when or what are what's the year of your graduation and any relevant honors and recognitions if you uh, attained um, summa cum laude or magna cum laude you can include that as well um, if you were in the student council i believe that's something that you can also add as well then um, references now references um, these would be enabling recruiters to contact people um, to find out more about your professional history your job performance and other details about the kind of employee you use now i've seen resumes um, wherein they already have them included uh, but there are some resumes that would um, be saying that character references are available upon request so it's really up to you now these are people that you are able to get recommendations from that are a testament to how you work uh, how you are as an individual how you work what are your work ethics etc these could be your direct supervisor your current or former colleagues or co-workers your academic advisors or your professional mentors so especially if, when i was starting in or when i started to apply for different jobs my character references were just or were my um, previous instructors and professors and then as i gained professional experiences uh, my co uh, colleagues and my um, former supervisors or bosses i was able to include for character references now uh, as a, a final word or a parting word it's very it, it may look very daunting especially for those who do not have experience yet in writing resumes and they may be discouraged from applying for uh, jobs uh, if they do not have um, experiences yet but my suggestion would be to first whenever you write a resume is always do a self-evaluation first look into yourself and take a moment to consider sit down and what are your skills what are your goals? or rather first is what are your goals then second 
what are the skills that would help you achieve those goals because um based on experience going into a job uh, hunting process you know everyone lo- wants to get um, a high paying job and um, a job that would also um, that would also be expanding their career but you have to also remember that some of the most um, powerful and most successful uh, professionals didn't immediately start with um work experiences on their belt they didn't have references immediately that will be able to attest to their work ethics they all built them through years and years of um accumulating and working and the most important one um tip that i would also be giving to you is just start okay because if you're having those qualms and you're afraid of getting rejected or afraid of not being good enough, you have to give yourself a little credit and at least try. Try to apply for those. I try to write. Try to apply for those jobs that you are um, interested in and that you would you believe would help you grow your career. And with that being said, thank you so much for listening to this um, lesson. Please take care, stay safe, and have a great day.